Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are live in Friendship Church Studios. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome, Friendship Fam. Good to have you join us. Pastor Matt Clausen is with us today. I'm so excited to Guess have Matt back. Guess who's back? back. What, what? Matt. Back again. <laughs> Back again, back again. You know, Joel, you brought up a really good point just before we started recording. Often. (laughs) About some exercise or something, you were concerned about something. Well, I'm just concerned if we're a Bible-based church or an exercise-based church, there's a lot of exercising going on around here. (laughs) Maybe not the way you're thinking of, but uh, I think this is... Sizing. <laughs> this uh, this weekend we have a, a bunch of ladies coming out for something called Rev- Revelation Wellness and yeah, Rev Well, Rev Well. I can't say that very well, uh, but they're going to work out here in church. And you know what? Every Monday night, people are working on their core. They are, yeah, that's true. I that's true. So your question is: Are we going to be Bible based or exercise? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> are I'm we? Sorry. Are we? X. A- or size. Are we a fitness center? It might be that you're a little mistaken about how we work on our core on Monday nights because this last Monday night I had four enormous pieces of pizza. What? Followed by two cookies. There were like three trays of leftover donuts on the back. So we're working on our core. Um, Were you in pain? We are enlarging our core. No pain, no. Oh my goodness. So this is, that cracked me up because uh, Art came to me and he goes, "Hey, I'm getting 75 pizzas," and I'm like, <laughs> "Wow, that that seems like a lot of pizzas." And it turns out that's a lot of pizzas. It was, it was a lot of pizza. <laughs> People were leaving with whole pizzas at yes, the end. Yes, they were. That was it. Was great. So, yes, what do you take from that? You come to core discipleship and you'll go home whole. Oh, oh no! Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, I missed out. You did. You did. It's been great. But uh, Matt, this has this has been something we've been talking about for a long time, and I know that this has been something in your heart. And you've been the exclusive curriculum writer on this. How how do you feel like things are going? How's how's the core going from your perspective? And uh, now is the time to call people out and call. <laughs> and give names. <laughs> Yeah, why don't I go through who the good table leaders are and then who the poor table leaders are? Are we ready? Uh, It's been going great. We've had a much bigger turnout than we anticipated, and the people who have come have been really engaged. Yeah. Uh, You know, really, really engaged. And so the homework is intended to be challenging and difficult. When you do the homework, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't like read a verse and then get a question. What's the third word in in that verse? Right. Or For oh, God so blanked the world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Yeah, what does God do to the world in Genesis three sixteen? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they're they're meant to be challenging and difficult, and there are times where we've had we've had uh, maybe everyone in the room mm-hmm. not be able to answer a question along the way, but when they come together as tables. And work on these things in community when they come back. Uh, they're able to share. People are able to get answers maybe they didn't have before. Right. They engage together. Uh, one of the things I heard from a couple of ta- uh, disciplers 
just recently is how much they are appreciating just the community. Yeah. Getting to know the people at their table in deeper ways uh, and the opportunity to kind of strive together as a little family mm-hmm. um, towards being more like Jesus. I think also in in that setting where people are sitting at tables and they're engaging in their, in their kind of discipleship family, you look around and it's a full room. Like, Every table is doing that, mm-hmm. and and there's something dynamic about that that does spur us on to good works and and engaging more. Yes, I, yep. I've from my perspective as I've as I've been walking around and just kind of filling in as needed where needed, and I am loving the discussions. Mm-hmm. And you know, when we were talking about this earlier uh, in the year, I was thinking, okay. It'll be good, but I think trying to keep them on task is going to be a little bit of a trick. It's always a little bit of a trick when we get people together to get them on uh, to to stay on task, and that hasn't seemed to be the case from my perspective. No. I don't know. Do, do you do you sense that as well? Yeah, people have really engaged with the material, and that doesn't mean that they don't personalize it or mm-hmm. that there aren't specific applications that they take that aren't exactly according to mm-hmm. the line of questions or that kind of thing. But they're engaging with the general material mm-hmm. uh, and trying to seek God in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Where, in mm-hmm. in your opinion, Matt, and and maybe even just your hope, I think it would be good for us to discuss this. Where Where do you see core discipleship going? Like at the end of this session, uh, and then, so at the end of this session, where do you see it going? And then at the end of this school year, cause it ends kind of at the end of the school year, where do you hope, where do you hope people land with this? Like what's the, what are, what are the outcomes of yeah. this? Well, the first outcome would be for every person who's participating in it right now. Mm-hmm. M- my hope would be that at the end of those 13 weeks, that they will have not just dug into homework, mm-hmm. but they will have dug deeper into relationship with God. And in the midst of that, through the spiritual practices and through the actual act of trying to explore more about God and his word, mm-hmm. that they will have be, become deeper in their relationship with him. Yeah. And that's the hope for every person that's in there. And then as we take uh, many weeks off and we're going to start a new one in the winter and spring, it'll be a little different in that this core discipleship deals with big topics from the Bible. Uh, The winter-spring one is going to actually look at the Bible kind of Genesis to Revelation. It's just going to take a sweeping view of the Scripture. Rather than dealing with topics, it'll deal with it uh, in kind of its chronological order. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be the same general Monday night flow, but in Mm -hmm. that, you know, the hope is that we will have people between those two who— Come back, mm-hmm. and some who maybe even come back and are like, I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to lead my own table. Mm-hmm. I got three or four friends that I haven't seen here on Monday night, and I'd love to have them with me mm-hmm. and walk this journey with me. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the same thing would be true over the summer that we would challenge everyone who's a part of it to say, Hey, who are who are three or four friends that you might bring mm-hmm. who can become a part of a table here mm-hmm. and be a part of this next year? So do you see next year I'm sorry Joel you have a question I don't want to I'm I'm starting to transition a little bit Yeah just different. it's a brief question uh is there a a chunk of people that are involved that aren't from friendship at all that maybe got grafted in through those invites Yeah 
Yes, there are. Um, and I don't have exact numbers on that. I don't, there's like, right. I don't even have exact numbers on how many are coming because I've never bothered to count. But if there's 120 people coming, there is a percentage of people who are just invited by friends that mm-hmm. go here to come and be a part of it. Yep. Uh, one of the, one of the other things that has happened is there are a few new people who just started coming. I mean, just, just the way that God works and the timing of everything, they just started coming prior to core discipleship, signed up within a week or two of being here and have been engaged in core discipleship and seem to be connecting and growing and really enjoying it. So yes. that's been, that's been another piece of it that I don't think we anticipated or, mm. or really even thought too much about, yep. but it's been a great fringe benefit. Yeah. For sure. Yes, it has. So where do you see this going for next year? So someone who has gone through core discipleship, they've been through the whole program. Mm-hmm. Does it start over fresh next year? Is there new material, different material? Yeah. How do you how our, do you see that going? Our hope would be that I mean we're going to offer the same material next year. Our hope would be that there would be a very small percentage of people who would just go through it again next year. Mm-hmm. And and I say small percentage rather than zero, because maybe there are people who are like, this is all new to me. I'm swimming a little bit. Yeah. And they're like, boy, I feel like if I could take all of this over again, that I might get something more, something deeper. And so I don't want to mm-hmm. say nobody goes through it again, but our hope would be that those who have gone through it would be ready to disciple others at tables next year. Yeah. And that second, if you've, if they've gone through it and aren't going to disciple somebody at tables, that they would engage more deeply with community and discipleship within small groups, within the ministries that they're a part of, that they would say, oh, I've dedicated a good chunk of time to core discipleship. I'm now going to dedicate that to God's kingdom through X, Y, or Z mm-hmm. um, You know that we'll talk about. So that, that would be the hope. And then, Kenny, you and I have talked about, and we don't have real exact plans here, starting kind of a, a next level mm-hmm. for those who might have a long-term ministry interest, like professional ministry interest yep. or that kind of thing, uh, which would be a much smaller group, right. but it would be an intentional kind of internship cohort yeah. that is learning together, serving together, and that kind of thing. Uh, growing here at Friendship Church because they have an eye towards, they don't have to know that they're going to, but they have an eye towards what would it look like if I did ministry full-time in the kingdom or part-time in the kingdom or that kind of thing. Right. I think giving people some opportunities to explore that potential calling is huge. I mean, we don't know what we don't know. Correct. And and giving people, one, an education component, but two, opportunities to serve and get their hands dirty where there's a, a safety net, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, you're not going to ruin the church if <laughs> if you engage in this and you mess up. We're here, right. we're walking with you through this, and yeah. we expect you to learn, and a part of learning is having some areas where you need to grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And look forward to it. And I also think that it's so necessary for us to push in those areas for for the kingdom growth. You mm-hmm. know that that how many how many people have gone to churches for years and never been challenged uh, to serve, or maybe never even knew that that was an opportunity yeah. to serve the Lord full time. Yep. You know that's. That's just for those people who can walk on water when it's not winter. Yes. Yeah, which is exactly zero. Well, one. 
There was one who could do it. Uh, I don't know anyone else. Peter tried. That didn't work out well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Joel, as you're thinking about discipleship and how that's, how that's working in your ministry and what's going on kind of in the, the bigger scope of friendship, how do you feel like, uh, how do you feel like that's happening with worship ministries and what God's doing there? Well, God is providing a house for Hannah and I soon. And, uh, oh, you'll be moving, right? I'll be moving soon. And I only mentioned it. Can you give us an address? Yeah. Uh, eight, <laughs> six, seven, five, that's, three. That's Jenny's phone number. Oh, no. That's different. Um, oh, come on. But that's an integral part to ministry that we've kind of been missing out on. And the first year and a half or so, we had a home. We lived in Lonsdale, but it was also COVID. And mm-hmm. a big part of discipleship that Hannah and I believe in, we really want to buy into is relational ministry and mm-hmm. being able to come alongside both people in the worship ministry that uh, we need to get to know better, mm-hmm. but also the congregation mm-hmm. and getting getting to know them better. And what's a better way to do that than having people over and hosting yeah. and doing that kind of stuff? And uh, so that's kind of the hope is to, that's our personal I guess attack. I on see discipleship. when you said, when I asked the question and you said, "Well, God's provided a house," I was like, "I don't think He heard what I was saying, <laughs> right, at all." Yes. And no, you just you just went on the deep end of things. Like personally, this is how it goes. It makes right. sense, right? I yeah. think He just wanted to get all of that on air so that later on. When he tries to get the church worship budget to pay for his house payments, he's like, no, it's for ministry. It's for ministry. Uh, Yes. Mm. Well played. But it is a key component, and I do believe in it. And, you know, it's even, it's not even just having just a worship team member over their family or just congregational people over. There's the gap that we need to bridge because we as a team are leading people in worship each and every week. Yeah. And I can honestly say, like, like, I don't know how well everyone in the church knows everyone mm-hmm. and to bridge those gaps and to introduce people and to live in community together yeah, will help. It, it, it really is tricky with, uh, you know, having two campuses like that and, and how do, how do we connect and, uh, what we do to make that happen is big, but I, I really appreciate your personalizing that and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Uh, this is what I believe God's called me to do. And that's, that's huge. That's huge. Well, Matt, core discipleship so far, you think we'll do it again this week? I, Should we do it on Monday? I'm going to show up. Okay. All right. So far, so good. Yes. If there's that many pizza again, I'm going to come <laughs> late and grab a box <laughs> or five. I, you know, I just complimented you and then you then you did that, Joe. And then I acted selfishly. <laughs> that's the thing. That's that. That's the thing about discipleship. You're like, I don't know if you ever arrive. There's just this constant course correction, and you exemplified that today. Thank you. Just here to help. <laughs> well, friends, thank you for joining in. We're we're so glad to have you uh, a part of our friendship family, and and we believe that God is calling us to follow Him in discipleship, and we hope that you engage as you learn to love, live, and serve like Jesus even more. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining in today, church fam. We will see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast.